getting to a point to where you are fully free within your mind, to where you love where you are, to where you're present no matter what happens, it's not as hard as you think it is. That's a story. Again, oh, this is going to be really hard. It's not. That's just a story. It's not. It's very simple. It just takes awareness and it takes concentration. But what helps with all of this is realizing that this is your life. You're building your own world. You're not You're not trying to get to somewhere else. You're not trying to chase your passion. You're not trying to like do this thing that's out there or achieve this thing that's out there. Everything you need is already here. It's within you. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Conscious Rebel. This is episode five. Today, I am filming a recording from sunny Florida. I want to start off with a story. Today, we are going to be talking about how to be more fully present in our lives and how to love exactly where you are. And I'll kind of give some context for these two things and why we're talking about this today. But I'm going to go over a ton of different ways that have been useful and practical for me to help you to be more fully present in your life uh, with your family, with your friends, with yourself, and how to actually love where you are. Because this, I believe, is where all the magic starts, is really loving exactly where you are. In coming out to Florida, um, I helped my parents move out here. This is their new home out here, like I said, in sunny Florida. And driving out here, so they didn't fly out here. They had to drive uh, two moving trucks and a trailer with their car on the trailer out to Florida. So I came out here to join the move to help them with that. And it was a shit show to say the least. It Everything that possibly could have gone wrong went wrong with this move. From having two blown tires to the entire trailer itself having this steel frame crack in half, having to unload the car off the trailer in the middle of the desert, 150 miles outside of Albuquerque, um, having the trailer itself bend and break, um, the spare being the, the completely wrong size for when the tire did blow out, and on and on and on. Boxes broken, things not working out, time schedules not working, things not fitting. It was just for, from start to finish, spare tires flying off on the freeway, almost hitting cars. Like it was a wild adventure from start to finish. And the reason why I'm sharing this story is because it took about, so it, it was basically about four days of straight driving of, obviously there was a lot of mishaps and stops and staying overnights at different places because we couldn't drive because we didn't have trailers blah, 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 blah. But like it was about four days straight of driving to leave from Utah all the way to Florida in what should have just been about a 30, 29, 30 hour trip. This was such a challenging trip, you know, emotionally, physically, it was very demanding, uh, mentally as well, because it really kind of pushes you to your limits of being able to be aware of where you are now, be grounded and be able to be patient with the journey and realize that things literally never go as planned. And so that's why I'm sharing this story in the beginning, because to come full circle with being fully present and loving where you are, I feel like this trip was one of those tests for that of 
when you are doing something that you don't fully enjoy doing, maybe it's a job that you're in right now, maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's just your life in particular, maybe it's where you are, maybe it's where you're living, maybe it's with the friends that you have. But for a lot of people, there's a lot of resistance and angst to where they currently are in life right now. And the more you resist that and the more you dislike your life and want your life to appear as something other than it is right now, the more anxiety that creates in your life because it creates a separation between where you are now currently and where you think you should be. When it rains, the problem isn't that it's raining. The problem is that you think it shouldn't be raining. And because you think it shouldn't be raining, it now creates this separation between now, the current moment, it is raining. And instead of fully accepting it, you say, when it stops raining, I'll be happy. When it stops raining, I'll be satisfied. But the problem is you've now just created time and you've created suffering. So until it stops raining, you will be unhappy. Well, what if it never stops raining? What if it continues and continues and continues? And I'm saying this literally and both metaphorically in life. We, when we are hit with things, with challenges that we don't enjoy, with trials, with adversities, we say that exact same thing. We say, I do not accept how things currently are. I wish it were some other way than what it is now. I wish my relationship were better than what it is now. I wish I lived somewhere else than where I do right now. But again, the issue is, is that once you resist what is the current reality, you now create suffering. You create psychological time. And until you reach that moment to where things are changed, you will always be suffering. You will always be unhappy, which creates a big, big problem. So in this episode, we're going to be going through and learning how to be more fully present, how to be okay with where you are now and how how to accept where you are now and how to love where you are now. This doesn't mean you can't progress. This doesn't mean you can't grow. That's all part of it. But in order to really progress, in order to really have a life that you love, that you are proud of, it needs to begin now. It, it needs to begin with the process. It needs to begin with really falling in love with, you know, the shit storm. It needs to come with falling in love with like the darkness, the downsides, the, the tragedies, the trials, because these are the things that are guaranteed. Your success is not guaranteed. However, the struggle is guaranteed. It is guaranteed that life will test you. It will challenge you. So what if you could get to the point where no matter the challenges, you're okay with that. You're, you're fine. You love where you are now. You love that you're growing. You love the process. You love the spontaneity. And being on this trip, you know, helping my parents move out to Florida on this four-day trip of driving with literally everything going wrong when I could be a hundred other places other than there in a U-Haul, not to mention it was on Sunday yesterday, my birthday. And so on my birthday, I woke up in the cab of a U-Haul only to continue driving even more to get to Florida and then to unpack U-Hauls, right? So I could play the victim card and I could say, this is not where I want to be. This isn't fair. This isn't, I don't want this. I had it pictured some other way. I wanted to spend my birthday doing this and that and this. But all it does now is it creates this suffering within my mind. It says, where I am now, the current reality, which is in the cab of the U-Haul, 
is not good. I'm not okay with it. So until it changes, I'm, I'm going to play the victim and I'm going to be unhappy and I'm not going to like where I am. Well, the issue with that is that that is reality. It is no other way. That is currently what is happening. So I can either accept what is and fully fall in love with it and be present, or I can continue to want to be somewhere else and want things to be something other than what they are. It is currently raining, and I can sit here and wish that it were not raining. But all that's going to do is not going to make it stop raining. It's just going to create suffering, and I'm going to suffer until it stops raining, which is undecided. Right, So this is what we're going to dive into today, and this is extremely practical techniques and, and methods and routines and things that I have done that have allowed me to be fully present. And also, if you're watching this, <laughs> this is why this setup is super janky, because I'm in the middle of Florida in this bedroom. So let's get at it. Number one, the, the first way to be more fully in the now moment, to be more fully present and to love where you are. If you, if you have a lot of anxiety, if, if you're depressed, if you don't like your life, if you struggle to really accept the challenges as they are, this whole list is going to be super beneficial. I'm going to go over 15 things. So it's a packed list, but stick with me here. I'm going to move through them fast. And I'm going to make sure that we have golden nuggets in each of these. So number one, notice your surroundings. Th this may seem obvious, but when we get into the trap of where you begin to suffer in your life, you, you don't like how your life is, um, it's really hard for you to be present, you're always anxious, typically you've completely disassociated from things as they are. You've disassociated from your five senses and you're not noticing actually where you are. So take a step back, put your phone down. You don't live in the virtual world. You're here in reality. Ground yourself, look down at your feet and where your feet are, that's where you are. Where are you? You know, are you in your room? Are you in a car? Are you, are you at a restaurant? Are you with people? Like, look around you. Look at the different things. Try to tap into your five senses. What do you smell? What do you hear? What do you taste? Are you eating food? What does the food taste like? What are the colors? What do you see? What do you feel? What are the materials? Start to really notice your surrounding and take this in. And as you start to become more absorbed and more present within your surroundings, it'll actually start to ground you more in the present moment. The more you can notice your surroundings, the more you're going to be grounded in the present. This is very, very um, simple, but it's so powerful. It's why it's number one, because almost 100% of the time, if you're struggling with being present and you're if you're struggling with not loving your life, a big part of it, I promise, is you're disassociating. You're, you're not fully noticing everything around you. So start to really take that in. How do people operate? What are you seeing? Again, what are you smelling? Tap into your senses and really notice your surroundings. <sighs> Number two, focus on one thing at a time. This is basically mindfulness in a nutshell. Mindfulness is about focusing on one thing at a time. We are in a culture that really rewards multitasking and it and it rewards being neurodivergent and being ADD and being able to do all these great things and all that is wonderful. But if you are trying to be fully present and if you're really trying to love your reality as it stands, focus on one thing at a time. Be really mindful because the more you're doing multiple things at one time, although it is productive, you're, you're, 
you're actually fractalizing your energy. You're, you're splitting your consciousness or your, I should say your attention, your awareness. You're splitting your awareness into m- multiple different avenues, multiple different fractals, which means that you're, you're taking energy, you're splitting it apart, and you're putting it into different places. But if you collect all that back into one and you focus on one thing, it's even more significantly powerful. That's what I talked about in the last episode. It's the, 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 the magnifying glass, right? When you focus it on one point, when that sun comes through, it ends up burning whatever it is focused on because the energy is so concentrated. And so pull your energy from all these different things that you're focusing on and just focus on one thing at a time. This can be very micro. This can be like if you're cooking food, just focus on the food in front of you. Don't be watching TV. Don't be watching a movie. Don't be doing anything else. Just focus on what is in front of you and do that and fully be present with it. But this can also be macro. This can be big picture. If there's multiple businesses you're building, if there's multiple people that you're dating, if there's whatever it is, more, 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 you'll notice that the more that you do over time, it starts to drain you because it's pulling you away from the present moment. The more that you can just lock in on one thing, this is commitment. This is why commitment is so powerful because the more you can just lock in and commit to one thing, the more powerful it'll be and the more energy it will give you. That is mindfulness. Number three, this is the biggest one I would say out of all 15, is radical acceptance. (sighs) Think of your life right now, and I want you to ask yourself this one question. If nothing ever changed in your life, the relationship never changed, the, the job never changed, you never made more money, you never moved, you were exactly where you were, whatever the thing is, if if nothing ever changed, your life exactly as it is now never changed. It were like this for the rest of time. Could you be okay? Could you become okay with it? And again, I'm not saying that it would be ideal. I'm just asking, could you become okay with it? And I want you to think on that, meditate on that for a second. If your life as it is now never changed, could you become okay with it? And try to get yourself to the point over time to where you you can say yes. Again, it may not be ideal. It may not be what you want. But could you become okay with that? And that right there is radical acceptance. That's seeing your life as it is now. Everything in the present moment, here and now, and accepting it. Just full on accepting it. Like, okay, this is how it is. And once you become okay with nothing ever changing, nothing ever improving, aka in the future, you create these hypotheticals of how you think things should be, but let all that go. Let go of the expectations, let go of the pressure, pressures, let go of how you think things should be. Let go of all of that and just become okay with how things are now. And the moment you can do that, it releases this pressure, this this expectation of trying to be something other than you are. But what you'll notice is once that lets go and, and you're able to relieve that pressure and become okay with where you are now, that's when things ironically start to quantumly change. Because now you're operating from a place of peace. You're operating from a place of love. You're operating from a place of acceptance, which is a significantly more powerful emotion than like dissatisfaction and anger and just envy and like you're just pissed off because things aren't how you want them to be like yes all those things can be powerful fuel but like 
over time, if you really want things to be sustainable, it needs to come from a place of love. It needs to come from a place of radical acceptance. Number four, and this is very expected, is meditation. Meditation single-handedly has been one of the biggest things that has shifted and transformed my life because you're, like I said in the last episode, like if you want to change your life, if you want to change your identity, close your eyes. It all exists within the mind, the stories we tell ourselves, the beliefs, you know, the programs that we have running, and then your reality is created from there, from your mind. That is the first point. And so as you meditate, you're able to clear the clutter. You're able to see the programs that you're running. You're able to see what you're thinking, the stories that you're telling yourself. But but without meditation, it's really, really difficult because then things are just running subconsciously on autopilot. In meditation, as you sit there, you know, after 12, 15 minutes, you're able to allow these things to start to come to the surface, things that you never noticed before. And that's the power of meditation. You're allowing these thoughts to surface. You're allowing these programs to come up. You're allowing yourself to just sit in a space of silence and let the mind do its thing. Meditation is so powerful. And I'm not going to go deep into this. I'm not going to go super deep into any of these. More the, These kind of beginning episodes of season three are going to be more surface level because we just want to set the groundwork for what to anticipate and what to go into and as you start to pick on these things that you really enjoy and that resonate with you and then you start to go deeper into them that's when we can start to really break them apart that's when we can start to go into deeper and deeper layers but for now it's, it's just staying on the surface and building these good proper habits little by little that are sustainable and as they become more sustainable then we can add more depth to them over time so meditation is extremely powerful number five pause and breathe there were moments on this trip as i was driving out from utah to florida this four-day trip of driving with everything going wrong where i'd have to remind myself to just pause just pause just take a breath we're alive we're good we're okay yes things are not ideal things are not as i thought they would be we're not exactly where i thought we would be at the time that i thought we would be there again all in my head my expectations so let all of that go none of it's happening what is happening what is real is right here where my feet are in reality this is what's happening so accept it as it is and just breathe I can't control anything else. So just pause and just breathe. And all this this worry, this stress that's coming over you, this weight that you're adding on to yourself, these pressures of, of being somewhere else or being somebody else, just let it go and just breathe. You're alive. You're good. You're here. Breathe. And allow yourself to breathe because breath is life. And as you you breathe in, it'll literally breathe inspiration into you. You'll get new ideas. You'll get new energy. You'll get new new ways and new thoughts of doing things. That's what the breath means. In, inspire. It comes from the Latin word, which means really to inspire, to breathe life into. So breathe. Breath is really super powerful. But to really properly breathe and get that breath into you and to drop from your lungs down to your diaphragm, you need to first pause. You need to slow down. And as you pause and as you slow down, then this breath can get embodied deeper and deeper into you, therefore giving you even more energy. So pause 
and breathe. These will help you to become more present and to fully love where you are. Number six, nature. This is, I mean, this really should actually probably be the biggest one. Like, get grounded. Wherever you are, get out in nature. Get get some sun on your skin. You know, breathe some fresh, crisp air. We're, We're so locked into these artificial environments that we're part of, these cubicles, these stupid offices where we work at, these dumb cars that we spend our whole day in, these buildings. Like, it's... It's so crazy what we've done to ourselves. Like we are natural, wild, electrical beings who need to connect with nature, need to be outside, need to be grounded. We do the complete opposite of that. So find time to get in nature. You don't have to go camping. You don't have to go on hikes. You can just go lay out on the grass, get some sunlight, just get 10 minutes in the morning, but like get in nature, really connect with nature because that's going to help to naturally restart your circadian rhythm and align that clock so that you can start to feel better and be in rhythm with life. Number seven, take a break from all the stimulation. Take a break from the artificial. Take a break from your phone. Take a break from social media. Take Just take a break from all this simulation. The as I was driving out to Florida, the more that I drove, it was interesting. The less I used my phone because I would find as I was driving, well, number one, it probably wasn't the safest thing, but I know you all text and look at your phone while you're driving. So while I'm using my phone, what I started to notice is that the more I would be on my phone, the more just, it, it was weird because I'm stuck in this U-Haul. So I don't have... I don't have a lot of things to do. I don't have a lot of things to distract myself with for four days. And so you're really kind of just there in this concentrated environment. So you start to notice everything. So I would start to notice that every time I pulled out my phone and got on like social media, I would either get like a headache or after like 10 minutes, I would start to feel a little like more foggy. I would almost start to feel kind of more sick. Like my eyes, I would start to notice. I would start to notice my energy, my, my, this distraction would really kind of just like sap my energy rather than just looking outward and like uh, imagining and, and thinking on things and using my natural mind and noticing my surroundings as I drove or like learning or listening to a podcast. Like, but like the more I just dove into the artificial stimulation, the more it really drained my energy, which was really interesting to observe being in that concentrated environment. So re- really like take a break from all the stimulation. You you don't need it all the time. Take a break from things that are artificial. That's not just technology. That's like food as well. That's friends. That's people. Any Anything that's fake, that's not giving you life, that's not giving you energy, just take a break from it. Cut it out if you can because you just don't need it. Um, number eight, Stop comparing. This is a huge one. If if you are struggling to be present in life, I would almost guarantee that it, in some area of your life, you're comparing to other people of where they are compared to where you are and you think you're behind or you think you should look this way or you think you should have this or you think you should be making this amount of money or you think you should be dating this type of person. We we create so much pressure on ourselves because of the comparison with others. So stop comparing if you really want to be present if you want to be mindful if you want to love where you are like this is your life own it and stop comparing to other people because they have their own tragedies they have their own trials they have their own struggles and just stop comparing to other people's life number nine don't take life so seriously like it literally doesn't fucking matter 
Like just stop taking it so seriously. And in this, I would also include yourself. Stop taking yourself so seriously. Laugh at yourself. If you're making mistakes, if you're screwing up, like just laugh at yourself. This is one of the good lessons I learned on this trip as well of like every, oh, dude, everything literally went wrong. Everything that could have went wrong, went wrong. And what I was really appreciative of um, was my my family and myself being able to, for, for the most part, there were difficult times, but for the most part, being able to just laugh things off and just like, there's nothing we can do about it. Like the tire blows in the middle of the freaking desert and we don't have a spare. What can you do? Like sit here and complain and moan and play Vic. Like you can't, it doesn't help. And, and so we were all really in a good place to be able to like just laugh and just make the best of it. And like, cool, let's enjoy this. Let's play some games. Let's get a hotel. Let's just, let's listen to a book. Like let's just do what we can to enjoy this and, and just not take it so seriously because it's, not like that's that's the truth of it it's just not serious i i once heard a quote i'm not sure who said it but she said that the great epidemic of the world right now is seriousness and she said that we have become so disconnected from our inner child from the creativity from the playfulness and we become so serious we become so professional we become adults and it really is interesting if you think about that like of how serious we have become and yes there are, I get it, there are serious things in life. There are times to be respectable and honorable and, and reverent. But at the same time, within those, it, it's being able to to fully just love everything in that moment. So if it calls for seriousness, great. But I would say that most of the time, our moments don't call for that. They call for us to be present. They call for us to be sharp. They call for us to be focused but I wouldn't say they call for us to be serious there there's a big difference between being focused and determined and present and being serious there's a very big difference and so stop taking life so seriously it's really not that serious like not a lot of things matter in life there's very few things that when you're on your deathbed you'll actually care about so don't take life so seriously and stop taking yourself so seriously right you're not you're not that important <laughs> So the next one, number um, 10, make someone's day, start to serve. The, the biggest way that you can do this is to give compliments, give compliments to people, serve people, tell them how good they look, tell people what their gifts are, what their strengths are, give a, give a helping hand, give some money to a homeless man or a stranger. Like it doesn't have to be anything big, buy some flowers for a family member, just make someone's day. If you're struggling to really love where you are, focus on others, right? Start to serve others. And you'll start to see that you have a lot more than you think you do. A lot of times when people aren't accepting where they are, it's a lot of times because they think they should have more. They think they should have um, a better relationship or a different relationship. They think they should have more money or more cars or a better car or a different place or a bigger house or more things or like a lot of times we think that we're unhappy because we don't have that thing or that milestone that we want it's but it's it's usually more it's usually in terms of more that we're speaking 
So as you're able to serve others, you can't give what you don't have. So when you're being generous and you're you're giving compliments and you're giving love and you're giving service and you're just giving, 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 you start to realize like, oh dang, I actually have a lot to give, which means I must have had more than I thought I did. So by making someone's day and by serving, it actually has this double effect of shining the mirror back on yourself and realizing, wow, I wouldn't have been able to give and serve unless I had those things to begin with. The next thing is focus on you, ironically. Yes, focus on others and serve, but also focus on you. It's like set some boundaries. Like you don't always have to be giving. You don't have to be codependent. You don't have to do the things you don't want to do. Set those boundaries and focus on you. Fill your life with the things that you want to do. Fill your life with creativity. Pursue that dream that you want to pursue. Chase your curiosity. Really focus on you. Give yourself time. Give yourself credit and really start to do those things you've always wanted to do. You have to prioritize yourself because at the end of the day, even though we're all connected, life is a single player game. And so you have to really prioritize yourself and know that you're always going to be with yourself. You can't escape with yourself. You sleep with yourself every single night. So be become proud of who you are. What really matters at the end of the day is how you feel about yourself when you're by yourself. So focus on you. Number 12, allow for spontaneity and adventure. Again, we need to get back to our inner child. Learn how to be more spontaneous, more adventurous. Do things that you typically wouldn't do. Go on that road trip. Go, you know, go on that adventure. Go white water rafting, whatever the heck it is. Like, it, it doesn't really matter, but allow yourself to be spontaneous. You get a random call from a friend in, inviting you somewhere, go for it. You know, you get the chance to try something new do it. Be with new people. Do it. It may be uncomfortable, but allow yourself to be spontaneous. Allow more adventure into your life because this, again, back to the seriousness, when you're over serious, your your body starts to reflect it. You start to become more rigid and you start to be more myopic in your sight. So you begin to miss out and you don't see opportunities that would help you to feel more of life. So Allow for spontaneity, allow for adventure, because that is really why we're here. The whole purpose of life is to experience. It's to fully experience this life, because in those experiences, you will end up learning more than you would in books, than you would in school, and you learn more about yourself. Through this four-day driving freaking adventure from Utah to Florida, the amount I was able to learn about myself and what we're capable of, what we can do through this spontaneity, through this adventure, through these mishaps, you just, you again, you can't read this stuff in books. You, you can't hear it from other people's experiences. It's one of those things you have to do yourself. So allow for more spontaneity in your life. Number 13, and I'm a huge advocate of this. I literally think I've mentioned this in every episode, but create a self-care routine. If you want to really learn how to be fully present in life, create a routine. Routines help you to anticipate what you're going to do. It's already scheduled in. Therefore, it allows you to let go of more things. When things are unpredictable, it's there's there's multiple doors open, right? It's like I, I could be doing this or I could be doing this or I could be doing this. And your mind constantly think of all the coulds that you could be doing. But when you have a routine that's non-negotiable that you stick to every day, there's no like, oh, well, I could be doing it. It's like, well, no, 
because every night this is your nightly routine every morning at 6 30 you go to the gym no matter what right so it's not like you could be somewhere else you you couldn't be in bed sleeping that's not a possibility you go to the gym every morning at 6 30 right when you take your cold shower it's not like oh well i could be doing this or taking a warm shower no because that's your routine you've set that you've committed to it there's no other option that's what you're doing and it's this like this sort of discipline that you've created that oddly creates freedom discipline creates freedom and when you have a self-care routine you're able to be more fully present because you trust time now there's nowhere else you need to be other than right now here in your routine and i will say after doing this road trip um, of helping move my parents out to florida it was so hard to stick to routines, right? We're, we're driving straight. You're basically going through just gas stations. So eating healthy is really difficult. Healthy sleep is out the window. You're sleeping like three hours a night. Um, meditating is out the window. You're constantly driving. You're with everyone. So you can kind of kiss your routine goodbye. And it's so cool because you get to see the contrast. Now, after going four or five days without a lot of my routines, it helps me to realize how good discipline feels, how good it feels to be routine, how good it feels to be healthy, to move, to get good rest, to eat good food. It just feels so good to be disciplined. And it, it may be difficult in the beginning, but the outcome of being disciplined feels so good. And there's something about that that really allows you to be even more present, to enjoy your life and to love where you are. Discipline is true freedom. So create a self-care routine. Okay, 14, second to last one. I told you we'd speed through these. Um, become aware of the stories in your head. We're going to have to do a full episode on this. But again, the issue of where you are right now, the, the real issue is that you think it's an issue. Again, it's raining and the problem isn't that it's raining. The problem is that you think it shouldn't be raining. That's the problem, right? So in your job right now that you hate, let's take that because that's an easy example. The problem isn't the job. The problem isn't that your boss is an asshole. The, the problem isn't that you're bored or that you're overwhelmed or this or that. The problem is that you think all these things are problems. They're not. They're, they're learning experiences, they're challenges. Like, why are you being so challenged? What is it that's really triggering? What is it that's really so difficult? What is it that's making it so hard for you to accept where you are now and to just be fully present and try and find a way to love it, to love things as they are now? Again, these things outside of you aren't the problem. Your perception of these things are the problem. And so then you create a story in your head that plays on loop of how you think things ought to be. And these stories and these beliefs and these programs just run constantly. The way we talk to ourselves, the way we project on the others, the, the negativity that we have of focusing on what we don't want instead of focusing on what we do want using what are called like soft words like maybe probably should instead of just being committed and making decisions and being stern it's really becoming aware of the things that go on inside our head the stories that are playing the perceptions that are distorted and that are skewed and starting to become aware of all these programs that are running on autopilot that are controlling our lives these stories such as like 
you know, I don't deserve to like love my job or like I don't deserve to make this amount of money. Like we could go on and on with all these negative stories that play in people's heads, but it comes down to stories. Your suffering of where you are now is linked to some type of story you're playing in your head, the language that you're using that creates that story, and then the beliefs that you have that anchor that story. That creates your identity. And because your identity is wrapped up in that, and you think that you are that person when you're not, you then stay in this basically zone of suffering. And you stay there forever until you're able to break those patterns. So become aware of the stories. Again, we'll go more into detail, more into depth in another episode of how to do that. But for now, just become aware of the stories. Become aware of what you're telling yourself. Become aware of where you're projecting. Become aware of where you're just not okay with how things are. Again, the problem isn't that it's raining. The problem is that you think it shouldn't be raining. Think about that. The last one, number 15, to be more fully present and to love your life as it is now is to build your own world and to own your life. This is your life. If you don't love it as it is now, whose fault is that? If you don't love where you are now and things aren't good enough, whose fault is it? Is it your parents? Is it your schools? Is it your spouses? Like, like whose fault is it? Is it your ex? It's no one else's fault but yours. And that should be liberating. That means that if all of it is on your shoulders, if you fully own it and you say, "Be okay, I don't love this, I don't love that, I don't love my job, I don't love my relationship, blah, 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 blah. We could go on with a million examples. Or maybe you do like it, but you just wish it could be better. This is all on you. Own your life. This is your life. You are the hero to your own story. No one else is coming to save you. So this then becomes about building a life that you are proud of. This is your life. You get to build it. You get to create it. So if it isn't, was it, if it isn't what you think it should be right now, beautiful. Get to a point to where you can accept it as it is now, the reality, then start working to what you want it to be. So instead of focusing on all the things that are going wrong, the things that you don't want, focus on the things that you do want. Focus on the positives. Focus on what you want to build. Focus on the progress you're making. Focus on the daily habits that you want to stack. Focus on the people that you want to be have in your life. Focus on the content that you want to consume. Think about the new identity, the new person you want to become and step into that energy. Focus on the good. Focus on the light. Focus on the positivity and build a life that you are proud of and own your life. Own everything as it is now. Insecurities, faults, mishaps. Own all the rain in your life. Fully accept it. Become okay with it and then focus on the good. It's literally that simple. It takes time. It takes dedication. It takes long, sustained persistence, but it's very simple. I promise you. Getting to a point to where you are fully free within your mind, to where you love where you are, to where you're present no matter what happens, it's not as hard as you think it is. That's a story. Again, ah, this is going to be really hard. It's not. That's just a story. It's not. It's very simple. It just takes awareness and it takes concentration. But what helps with all of this is realizing that this is your life. You're building your own world. You're not You're not trying to get to somewhere else. You're not trying to chase your passion. You're not trying to like 
do this thing that's out there or achieve this thing that's out there. Everything you need is already here. It's within you. It's within your heart. It's within your mind. And what you're doing is from that point, you're building your own world. Every single day, step by step, second by second, you are building your own world. So fall in love with that process. Fall in love with who you're becoming. Fall in love with how far you've come and fall in love with how far you get to go. But the most beautiful thing is where you are right now. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Hopefully some of these 15 steps, 15 methods that will help you um, to be more fully present, to be more locked in, to love where you are no matter what's happening, and to just fully love and enjoy your life because that's why we're here, to experience, to live, to be in joy, to be in love. You are love. That is who you are. That is your identity. So spread that outwards. Be that. Own that. Build a life that you're proud of and be here now. Love you guys. Ciao.